Um, let's talk a little bit about the Yankees, man. Before we do, um, let's talk Otani. He got to 200 strikeouts. That's pretty dope. Um, Way to go, man. I know. For someone who's, yeah, as good as he is, you know, to be as dominant pitching, I mean, it's awesome, dude. But we're Yankees fans, so we, you know, we give him his credit. We gave Pujols his, you know, his talk, hitting 700. But, man, how about the Yankees just finding a way to win? Um, I heard last night, um, hmm. I think it was Cohen saying that just ever since this chase has really picked up for Judge, it's like the Yankees have just locked in. So well, I think oh, they've yeah. won seven in a row now. Yep. Um, and I don't know, man. It just it feels great. The other night we got to see, I think it was Friday night, we saw um, Boone get ejected, Cole get ejected. It's just like, I don't know, it's a type of intensity where everybody has each other's backs. That's exactly it, man. Like a lot of the spotlight um, spotlight has been taken off of how bad they've been playing because of Judge. And I think that lessened mm-hmm. up a lot of the expectations of what's happening there. Uh, what Judge is doing is truly spectacular. He's he's now pretty much in the lead for all statistics and uh, offensive-wise home runs, uh, batting average. He's tied for first. And uh, RBIs, he's, he's crushing it in RBIs right now. So at this point, I mean, there's a, a legit chance. And you've got like six or seven games left. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, this is going to be exciting. I, I'm excited for the Yankees. I'm excited for... Aaron Judge, I'm excited for this this opportunity that they have to see everything together. And what a crazy year for baseball. 700 for Pujols. And then you have something like Aaron Judge stepping up and doing, you know, 60-plus home runs this year. I mean, this is going to be crazy, man. Like, I don't know. This is going to be really good for uh, uh, playoffs and everything else like that, the storyline there. Because the Yankees look good. You've got your Dodgers, the Mets. Uh, the Braves on the other side, it, it's going to be interesting to see how it all comes out. Yeah. It and sounded dirty, but yeah. No, it didn't. It didn't. Dude. But um, we, with, um, yeah, like this renewed interest in the, the home run chase, you know, and you start hearing about Roger Maris again. Um, great. You know, great mm. to hear the stories, Mickey Mantle, Maris, and I think Mantle hit 56 that year. Um, sure. And, we we talk about Mantle being you know an Oklahoman and that you know that means a lot to us and on top of that we got to hear a story I've heard, never heard about Roger Maris before but he was a great football player too and really? he was offered a scholarship to OU hmm. but Cleveland offered him uh, the Indians did anyway the organization they offered him five thousand dollars to go play which for is them. a shit ton of money back then right so I think it's it's pretty interesting um, that tie I was. You know, I love hearing that. I love hearing stories about Roger Maris and, sure. you know, um, kind of blows my mind he's not in the Hall of Fame. I understand the argument, you know, he didn't have the the stats over a career, but he did win two MVPs um, and, you know, three years. The war made a difference in that, too. Yeah, I think at some point, like, people are going to have to reevaluate. But if our buddy Adam is listening, I'm probably going to really piss him off. But, like... I, I understand the idea like, okay, a couple good seasons does not make you a Hall of Famer. But at some point, when every single time somebody gets close to like a record you set, you start talking about it, like there's there's a significant value in that yeah. player. I mean, I feel like with basketball, they give them a little bit less, like it's a little less numbers driven. It's more like impact driven. Sure. Like maybe you didn't play, you know, 20 years, but the eight years you did, you were really great like do you doubt 
that Derrick Rose will make it to the Hall of Fame? I don't. Right? I mean... I think that's a good comparison yeah. to me to, like, a Roger Maris, whereas, like, like, how many years did um, Derrick Rose have at his peak? Probably more than Maris did at his peak, and I understand that argument, but Maris played probably more above average years than, than Rose will by the time it's all done. I don't know. I'm just pulling shit out of my ass, dude. But you you start talking. No, no, I, I agree. I, I think there should be an, an opportunity for these old guys. You know, and I know that there's a lot of, you know, Major League does a really good job at making sure these guys get noticed and stuff like that. But, I mean, at some point, like you said, it's got to come down. And they've got to sit down and recognize that if, the war, all this other stuff didn't happen. What could have his stats been throughout his career? Because when you take out four years of a, you know, a great's career, and they have a shortened, you know, time span they play. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, I say shorter time span, but you know what I'm saying. Like, and you got to also throw in their injuries and different things like that. Like those affect careers, and especially back then when, you know, a torn rotator cuff or this or that, they didn't have surgeries for you. Either played with it or you learn. You had to be done, you know? Yeah. You, you hear all the time of these pitchers that were so phenomenal, and then they, you know, think about Nolan Ryan. And somebody once asked how many pitches did Nolan Ryan once throw in the game, right? And it was something like, he's like, I don't know, 250, 300? <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, they throw the ball, like, I mean, 103 times yeah. is like a max for most pitchers, you know? Yeah. So I, I look at that and I kind of like, you know, that's a different ball game. You know, yeah. like you play through injuries. You did stuff like that. And so thus you play 20 years, but your career doesn't look as good because you played with, a you know, partially torn hamstring for five of those years, you know, or this or that. And unfortunately, that's what you get with, you know, guys like Roger Maris and you're sitting there going, was it injury? You know, was it that he played, past, you know, past his prime? Like what, you know, what was it that caused it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, dude. And, you know, as we look at kind of what's going on right now with the Yankees, um, I heard Michael Kay saying that we our magic number was three going into the game. So now we're at two to seal up the AL East. And you couldn't ask for anything more. Um, you know, there was that hiccup in the middle of the season that felt like, you know, shit wasn't going to automatically straighten out. And We'll call it the Gallo hiccup. All right, fine. We got that. But... Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I love the energy this team brings. I love I love all these guys. Like there's just a, a camaraderie. I we mentioned that the judge um Chase being a part of it, but you know that if it it wouldn't start there if it wasn't real. So <clears throat> you know, as as we start see, you know, focusing more and more on the meaning of, you know, what this, you know, sixty first home run, the sixty second home run, if we can get there, I mean I I started thinking back about you know, 98, you know, and, and watching those hmm. games, you know, as Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were neck and neck and going back and forth. And that that was pretty spectacular. It was incredibly special. Um, but for this to be what it is, like as a Yankees fan, right, and to be all in on this, um, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like looking at Aaron Judge, right, and his reaction, I think at first it was like, this isn't going to bother me. This isn't, hmm. I'm not... You know, I'm a professional. It's not going to bother me. But I almost started to notice the weight of what he's about to do. It's starting to get to him, dude. Do I mean? Do you think that's accurate? <clears throat> hmm. Yeah. I mean, 
I, how could it not? You know, like there's certain times that like you see these athletes that <clears throat> take on a lot of responsibility because they recognize the fans, you know, they recognize all this other stuff. And I mean, as an Aaron Judge fan, like it's got to, you know, I know he's saying it's not making a difference, but it's got to make a difference deep down inside. It's got to it's got to be stirring, seeing how these people all stand on their feet. You know, like, and, and he knows that these people are, these people being us are all standing on our feet no matter what, like, yeah. like whether at the game or we're in, you know, watching the game, we're all on our feet. Like we're all right yeah. there. We're all glued to that, that moment. He knows this. I mean, he is a baseball fan. He's been a baseball fan for a while. So this isn't something that's new for him to be like, oh, I wonder what everybody's doing. No, he understands the gravity of it. And that's why sometimes it's a little hard, you know, to get over that hump, but I'm not worried about it, man. He's going to be all right. He's 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 a special talent, man, and I get excited just having the opportunity and, and feeling like I have the opportunity to watch him play. Uh, the way he plays defense, the way that, you know, on the offensive side, and a lot of people will be like, well, if he's not a Yankee next year, I'm not cheering for him. But for me, it, it's not about that. You know, like watching a player, the way he's he's come up through the minors and watching minor league baseball with him in it and, and, and really enjoying – uh, just how he was, you know, coming up through the, the the years, and now the last five years of being able to watch him do this insane shit. And yes, there's been injuries and different things like that, but the reality is, is that something like this right here, uh, you know, you can only dream of. You know, you can only dream that you have this opportunity to break the Yankees' records in home runs, or you know, break all these other things that he's going to break this year. And I, I I look at this and as as an athlete, like as a baseball player is, is there something that means more to a baseball player than a triple crown? Well, average, you know, having insane numbers like this, like yeah. there has to be something in the, you know, deep down inside of being like, what, well, who, man, this is, this is intense because triple crown, you know, 61, 62 home runs, whatever he's chasing, right. Is his goal. Yeah. Like this is heavy shit. Super heavy shit. Like, so for us to say that he's not impacted would be absolutely silly. But I Judge doesn't deal with pressure and stuff like that like everybody else's does. So who who really knows, man? I'm I'm just lucky that I get to watch and be be part of it. Yeah, so now we're going um we're going up to Toronto for three games. And then we got Baltimore for three, and we got the Rangers for four. So that's ten games left in the season and um, not a lot of pressure at this point as far as like getting the wins. We'll, we'll get them when we get And do we, we play them. the Rangers at Do we play the Rangers at Texas in Arlington? Yeah. Which okay. reminds me, dude, um <laughs> I was going to talk about this. Uh I went to uh, a Yankees game in Arlington um when yeah. I I think like 13 or 14 and they were playing um in the playoffs and there was a rain delay. That's what really made me start remembering it was last night's rain delay and our seats weren't great, but when the rain delay hit, um, and there was a closeout game, I think, uh, I forget, you know how it goes. It, it oh, used yeah. to be shorter first rounds of the um, baseball playoffs, so I think it was game three, and we were getting ready to sweep them, right? But, yeah. uh, but weren't they best out of five back then? Um, anyway. Uh, you know, I, I know there was a time that they were best out of five, and then best out of three, and then another whatever. Right, so we go down to watch the Yankees, and the rain delay, you know, resets everything. Um, they wanted to finish the game because it's the playoffs. So they bring everybody back in. 
um, but most of the fans don't come back. So we go from being up in the upper decks to sitting pretty much right behind the dugout about wow. eight rows back and pretty special memory. You know, you never know when something like that will happen, but um, definitely brought back some memories, talking to the kids, telling them all the, all the Yankees memories and stories. And, you know, that, I mean, that's what this type of, this time of year is all about, right? Getting ready to watch oh, yeah. the Yankees in the playoffs, get caught up, get the family on board. So, you know, as um, the cold sets in and, you know, the Yankee Stadium, you know, fills out like we know it can. Um, the energy is peaking. Everybody's plugged in at the peak of the game. And that's what it's all about. So we love the Yankees. We love talking Yankees, bro. Um, all day. Pumped up about this winning streak and what we're on the precipice of. Dude, you got anything else to add? Nah, man. Just, yeah. Got some good games coming up. Got some good motherfucking games coming up, dude. 